What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. I saw some lips moving. How many remember that song? Okay, good. God bless you. That song was recorded in 1965. And it was a time not that much unlike the time we're living in now. There was a lot of turmoil in the world. There was a war going on. There was a changing culture at that time. And this song, What the World Needs Now, became kind of an anthem at that time. It's been recorded by a number of different artists over the years. In our story today, our gospel story, we hear the story of the Good Samaritan. And it's really a love story. It's a story about the love of God and the love of neighbor. And we can imagine this scene, right? So this man is victim to robbers, and he's beaten and left on the roadside. And he probably looked pretty bad. He was probably pretty beaten up, dirty, unable to maybe communicate. We don't know all the details, but certainly he needed help, and he needed it quickly. And so Jesus tells the story of the priest and the Levite who come across this man, each of them seeing him, and instead of going to even check on him to see if he was all right, they cross to the other side of the road and avoid him completely. And it's this indifference that we see in these two people. And then, of course, the hero of the story is a very unlikely hero, the Samaritan person who comes along and goes right to the man to see what's going on. And he begins to administer aid to him. He takes care of his wounds. He puts him on his own animal and brings him to an inn where he leaves money for his care to make sure that he's okay and tells the innkeeper, if if I spent too much money, I'll, I'll repay you on my way back. We read in this gospel story that his heart, his heart was moved with compassion when he saw this man. The scholar in this gospel story asks Jesus a very important question. And it's a question that he's asking us this morning as well. And that question is, who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? You know, I know the people who live on either side of me and down the block, they're my neighbors. But who do we consider our neighbors? My brothers and sisters, we are all made in imago dei, in the image of God. Every single person that God created is made in imago dei, in the image of the Creator. And so by virtue of that, everyone is our neighbor. Christ is in every person that we meet. He lives right here in our hearts. Jesus gave this great commandment, which the scholar quotes in our gospel story this morning. 
kind of boils down all those rules and laws to two things, loving God and loving our neighbor as ourself. And we hear in this, the book of Deuteronomy, that first reading this morning, how God planned this for us, that he's written that commandment right here on our hearts. We don't have to go looking for it. We don't have to go to a book and try to figure it all out. We don't have to memorize 700 some odd laws like the Old Testament folks did. It's written right here in our hearts. You know, God created us so beautifully and he gave all of us a mind. And that mind is the place where we reason things out, where we store knowledge, where we make decisions and so forth. But the heart is really the place where our spiritual activity occurs. This Samaritan man wasn't moved by thought. He was moved by emotion, by compassion in his heart for this person who needed his help. That heart is the source of compassion and mercy and love. And it's there that God resides and it's there that God calls us to be in touch with our heart in these situations where we find our neighbors in need. The Samaritan acted not from his mind, his thinking self, but from his heart. I want to share with you a story this morning. The story is about two young men. They're both seniors in high school. One is named Joe, the other one is named Mike. And Joe is a very popular guy in his high school. Joe is a three-sport athlete. He played baseball and basketball and football. And he played them all very, very well. He was very well liked. He had lots of friends. He was easily one of the most popular guys on his high school campus. His friend Mike, not so much the same. Mike struggled a lot. One of the main reasons he struggled is that he had a disability. He was blind. And so a lot of the things the other young people were able to enjoy more fully, Mike wasn't able to do quite as much. And Mike was consequently sort of a lonely guy. He was seeking friendship. He was seeking connection. And Mike sat at the lunch table by himself most days in that high school. And so it was senior year after the fourth hour class and Joe was getting ready to go to lunch. And he's coming down the hall and he notices Mike. And he realizes Mike is this guy that's always sitting by himself at the lunch table. I'm gonna invite him to have lunch with me today. And so Joe sidled up to Mike and uh, walked him into the lunchroom and they got their lunch and sat down at the popular kids table. And pretty soon all of Joe's friends came and sat down at the table with them. And this act occurred day after day after day for his entire senior year. Sat at the popular table, got to know all of Joe's friends, became friends with them too. 20 years later, this happened in 2001, 20 years later, there was a reunion of these two guys. A reporter caught this story and wanted to talk to them. And so he sat down with them and he asked Mike 
what was this like for you? What did this mean to you that you were able to have this friendship and meet these people? And he said, it changed my life. I was so lonely and I didn't have any friends and then all of a sudden I had these friends. It was great. And he asked Joe, why did you do this? And Joe said, I did it because it was the right thing to do. The Joe in this story is none other than Joe Minnesota Twins Mauer. The high school is Creighton Durham Hall. And Mike was a student who went there with Joe and was deeply affected by this act of kindness. A simple thing, a thoughtful thing, but something that had so much power and impact that it made a difference. The story was um, put together by Joe Schmidt, who uh, was the sports director at KSTP for many, many years, and he's actually included this story in a book that he's recently written. So if you're interested in seeing the video of this or, or reading the book, you can certainly Google it and you'll, you'll find it very easily. At the end of our gospel story today, Jesus asks the scholar, who was neighbor to the injured man? And the scholar, without even thinking, says the one who treated him with mercy. And Jesus said to the scholar, and he says to us this morning, go and do likewise. Amen.